Hi, friends. Welcome or welcome back to the Call Me When You Get Lost podcast. I'm your host, Lexi, also known as Lexi Luxury. I'm going to try my best to not talk a mile a minute, but I'm not going to lie. I do have some crack in my hand. It's not crack. Don't worry. Uh, We don't do that here. It's actually coffee with way too much espresso and coffee cubes. I go to this little local coffee shop by my house, and I don't know where the disconnect is between making coffee at home versus getting coffee at a coffee shop. But for whatever reason, when I get a latte at a coffee shop, I am like skeeted off my ass. You would have thought I took two Adderall and I love it. I have such a busy weekend. Honestly, the weekends for the rest of the month are booked out for me. It's a busy month. My husband and I have our three-year wedding anniversary. We also have his actual birthday because he's a leap year baby. We have the Super Bowl. I have a Galentine's Day thing this weekend. I'm going to a paint and sip this evening. Like, who is she? She's in her social butterfly era. Just kidding. I exited that era long ago, but I am social this month. Pray for me on my mental health because my social battery these days is like negative five. Anyways, I wanted to do a quick little check-in because I heard a startling statistic the other day. I think it was 80, 80 to 90% of people have given up on their New Year's resolutions by this point already. Guys, it's only February. What is going on? Are we okay? If that is you, I hope you don't use that as an excuse to give up altogether. Like reevaluate your goals and try again. Don't just give up because you failed a little bit during the first month. I know there's a million reasons why we might want to be reevaluating our New Year's resolutions or why maybe we did fail them or maybe why we did fail them so soon in the year. But I have another little inkling as to why you are failing your resolutions. It might be because you blabbed about them to all of your little friends and boyfriends and mom. Have you noticed when you tell people about your plans or your goals for the future, they tend to fall through? Listen, when I was younger, I straight up used to think I was cursed because every time I would talk about something I was really excited about, it would flop. I remember vividly this would happen with stuff that would come in the mail for me when I was younger. If I ordered something like a prom dress or whatever, I would get so excited about it. I would tell everyone about it and something would happen. There would be a delay in the mail or I would have to go get a backup, like something just out of the blue. Same thing with goals, aspirations, really just any plans for the future, when I would share them with other people, it's like it would suck the power right out of it. Now that I've gotten older and my frontal lobe is fully developed, I realize that this is not just something that happens to me. This happens to a lot of other people too. I fear it might be a universal law. Not necessarily like every single time you talk about something, it won't happen. But I think there's something about keeping things to yourself, holding your desires close to your heart and not sharing them with every single person around you. Specifically for my Jesus fans out there in the Bible, it literally says, do not boast about tomorrow because you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. It doesn't say what the fuck's going to happen. I'm paraphrasing. This is the Lexi version. Basically, it means when it comes to your plans for the future, shut the fuck up. And going along with what I've learned throughout my life, you know, that just really checks out. Of course, I can only speak from my own experiences. So let's dive in. This is basically going to be a lesson in protecting your peace and not oversharing. Because I've learned that by sharing your private information, your plans for the future, your aspirations, you're actually giving some of your energy away. Like I said, it feels like it sucks the power out of whatever desire you have. It almost feels like it makes it weaker. And this could very much be what is holding you back. Like I said, I've personally studied this in my own life for years. I do feel like the universe has made me very well versed on this topic. So I wanted to break down all of the things that I've learned in my personal experience to help you in order to manifest your dreams and desires, keep them as potent and as powerful as possible. And this is what I notice happens every time without fail 
when I tell somebody about my goals specifically. Number one, the goal or the thing that I was excited about starts to lose its sparkle. It starts to lose its shine. It loses the excitement a little bit. Also, when it comes to my goals specifically, I'm spending a lot of time journaling, meditating, getting clear on what it is that I want. It's very much an intimate back and forth with me and the universe. And by telling somebody else those plans and goals, it makes it less sacred in a way. And I think that's why I lose a little bit of that excitement, which brings me to number two. When I tell somebody about my goals and aspirations, it opens the door for them to then share their opinion on what I'm doing, what I've already spent time journaling and meditating over and deciding was right for me. Now you have the opportunity to come in with all of your preconceived notions, your limiting beliefs. Okay, ew, I, I don't want that. We don't need that. And that doesn't mean the person I'm sharing the information with isn't nice. It just means that, hello, newsflash, everyone's dealing with their own shit. Somebody can only support you in the best way that they can. And that just might not be what you need. And number three, it gives somebody power over me because unless there's a gun to this person's head, they could theoretically take whatever information I told them and tell it to anyone they see fit. Even if it is a conversation that I thought we were having in confidence, for all I know, you're telling your boyfriend, your mom, your cousin, they're running and telling people. And now depending on what I shared, that could be detrimental. Maybe it wasn't a goal. Maybe it was a little secret. Maybe I was spilling tea about somebody that I shouldn't have been spilling tea about. I have now given this other person power by giving them information. Not only that, but now I feel like I have a verbal contract with this person to follow through with whatever goal I was talking about. Now I feel pressure to do what I said I was gonna do. And pressure and manifestation are like water and oil, baby. They do not mix. And if we know anything about life, shit changes, plans change, right? If you made a verbal contract with someone and said, I'm gonna do X, Y, Z, and then plans change, life happens. Now it feels like you have this obligation to follow through, even if you don't think it's the right thing to do. Me being an overachiever perfectionist, my brain will be like, no, 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 we still have to do this thing because we told somebody we were gonna do it. Now I'm going back on my word. Now they're not gonna take me seriously. And now what? Now I'm doing something out of obligation and not because it actually feels right. Now I'm gonna make a mess of things. I've learned to keep myself from feeling like a loser loser. I just keep that shit to myself. And honestly, this doesn't even happen with just people that I don't trust or shouldn't be sharing information with. This specific situation also happens with people I do trust that I would tell my personal information to that have actually earned a role in my life to be able to hold space for me telling them my tea, my secrets, my goals, whatever. For example, my husband. I still will keep myself from telling my husband certain career goals that I have because I know in the back of my mind, if I do not follow through with that and it's something that I've realized needs to change course, I will still feel like a loser <laughs> if I do not complete it because I told somebody else. It doesn't matter if it was a good person, a bad person, somebody that deserved to know my information or not. It kind of sets me up for inevitable failure in that way. So I just keep shit to myself. Also, it's so much more of a flex to just do something and then show everyone that you did it versus talking a lot of shit about it before you actually do it. Anybody can talk up a good game. Anybody can say they're going to do X, Y, Z and not do it. I know more than anyone how hard it is to not run to your inner circle, your family, your friends, your spouse, and tell them everything, especially when you get excited about something, right? I feel like it's very natural for humans to want to share happiness, love, excitement. I think it's a beautiful thing. But when it comes to our personal information and what we plan on doing, what we are actively manifesting, that information should be handled with more care. For my girlies with large friend groups, I want to say this to you specifically. Not all of your friends want to see you win. I've had friends in the past that I thought were safe to share my information with come to find out 
they were giving me evil eye. They were giving me stank eye. You ever heard of fucking evil eye before? You know those little amulets that everyone wears? I know you've seen them. The cute little blue eyeball. It is actually a very ancient concept and I will explain it to you now. This is actually straight from Wikipedia. I'm going to read it off my laptop. The evil eye is a supernatural belief in a curse brought about by a malevolent glare, usually inspired by envy. The belief in the evil eye among humans has existed since prehistory and amulets, those little blue eyes you see everywhere, and amulets to protect against it have been found from dating to about 5,000 years ago. 5,000 years this concept has been around. Over 5,000 years, I'm sure of it. You think that doesn't have any merit? You think these people were just saying that shit for fun. Now, I know when it comes to evil eye, a lot of people get a little bit scared. They don't want to share their plans out of fear because they hold an idea that somebody else has control of them. I personally don't subscribe to the notion that anybody else has control of me, first and foremost. However, I will say this. I do believe I can be affected by other people and their ill-willed energy towards me, especially when I have shared my energy with them. Like I said, when you start sharing your private, sacred plans with someone else, you are opening a door not only for their opinions, not only for their judgment and their yucky limiting beliefs, but you're also opening a door energetically for them to entangle their energy with yours. You just shared something so deep and important to you. You're basically holding a door open to your heart and letting them waltz right in. Do you get what I'm saying? Honestly, I can't tell you how many cord cutting rituals I've had to cut off energetic ties with old friends who I know for sure were giving me evil eye. Like for fucking sure. Quick little story. I had this friend friend, quote unquote, who I personally felt safe with. I felt like I could talk about my relationship to something I did not really open up about because hello, it's my relationship. That's between me and my partner. I felt safe talking about my relationship with this person because she would overshare to me all the time. I would barely even open up to this girl and she would overshare to me left and right. After a while hanging out, I was like, okay, she shares a lot of her personal information with me. I feel like I'm safe to share my information with her. Obviously she trusts me with hers. You know, like this should be able to go both ways. She also seemed really nice. She was a girl's girl. Like I really still do believe this person is a nice person. I don't think they have ill intentions. Obviously, I can't open up her brain and see what's inside of it, but I don't think she's a bad person. However, tell me why when I started sharing details about my relationship with her, I would start fighting with my husband like crazy. Like we would just be getting in stupid bickering arguing matches Every time I would come back from hanging out with her while I was in the middle of it, I couldn't see it. Now that I've removed her out of my life, cut the fucking cord, I see that she was an energetic shit stirrer. And once again, I don't want to blame her. I don't want to point fingers at her and be like, you're the reason I was arguing with my husband. No, 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 no. That's not it at all. I'm taking full responsibility because I opened the door for her to get involved in my relationship because I was sharing information about it. I was allowing her opinion to take over. I was letting her egg me on and get in my brain and twist these stories. Like I said, I was blind to it at the time. So you could be too. So if that story helps anyone, if you notice that you are having issues with your partner, and you also notice that you've been talking about your relationship to a lot of other people who are not in your relationship, you need to check yourself. If you notice that you're having problems at work and you go around talking about 
all the problems at work that you're having to other people. Check yourself. Obviously, there's a lot of other nuances to that. Like your words hold power. If you don't want to perpetuate a state, then stop fucking talking about it. Take your attention off of it. Why are you telling all of your friends about a problem you're having if you want it to be solved? Girl, come on. But also, you're now shifting all these other people's perspectives to thinking that, oh, yeah, your job does suck. This coworker is a bitch. Your boss does hate you. That's not helpful. Okay. When it comes to something you're manifesting actively and it just hasn't showed up in the physical form yet, things are fragile. Think of a new relationship. When you are in the talking stage, you're not going to scare this person off or jinx the relationship by telling everybody around you that you guys are going to get married that you found the one as if you know exactly how this relationship is going to unfold because as Miss T Swift would say it is delicate I mean I think we all know that one person who falls in love with every single situation ship and then blabs about it to everyone around them and then is shocked when it comes crashing and burning into flames but I digress your desires are also delicate they deserve to be nurtured and you deserve to see them come into fruition you deserve to see these manifestations in real life but you start talking about shit before it happens and it's like digging up a root before it's bloomed and once you pluck it you can't put it back once you've said things once you've spilt and leaked that energy from a very sacred place to other people to a third party to a whole fucking pilates class you can't take it back that's a wrap unfortunately We cannot take back time. We cannot take back our words. We cannot take back our actions. And this was such a tricky lesson for me to learn. Like I said, I feel like I've been learning this throughout my entire life. I just now feel like I got a handle of it. Like I'm not joking you like over the past few months, I feel like I just now got a handle of it. But now that I have, life is so fun. It's so freeing. It's so lighthearted. There's no pressure on anything that I need to do other than the pressure I'm putting on myself. That's how it should be. I physically feel lighter by not telling people my fucking business. I feel safe to change my mind. I know I'm protecting what's important to me. It's also taught me incredible discipline when it comes to what I share, which is invaluable. These days, you will not see me talk something up. You're just gonna see that I did it. And that is a fucking fantastic feeling to know you've been slaying in silence and now you finally have something to show for it other than empty words. That is such a flex. Integrity is a characteristic we should all carry. And what I've ultimately learned is that keeping things private is actually one of the biggest acts of self-care that I can practice. The next time you are really excited about something and you want to share it and you're coming from pure intentions, I know you are, just think for two seconds, okay? And watch out for those people that are always trying to get information out of you, that are prying, that are nitpicking, that are like, oh, no, 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 you can tell me. You can tell me. I won't tell anyone. You have to talk about it. You can't just think about this in your mind. Ooh, they love to say that shit. You can't just keep this all bottled up. You have to talk to someone. To you? I'm sorry. Are you a therapist? Are you a licensed professional? Are you my husband? Are you my mother? Did I come out of your vagina? Then respectfully shut the fuck up. You don't deserve to know any of my business. I don't care how long we've known each other. I don't care if we were in diapers together. The answer is no. Harsh truth. Those people are not your fucking friends. Why do they need to know about you so badly? I'm just going to leave you with that question, okay? I want to go back to opening the door for other people's opinions really quickly because if you are prone to oversharing and you're about to talk about your dreams and aspirations, I want to ask you, is this person you're sharing the information with, are they in a position that you want to be in? Because if it's not a person you would trade places with, you should not take any advice from them let alone give their opinions the light of day. If you have no hair and you're telling me how to grow my hair, bye. If you have no money and you're telling me how to get rich, bye. If you are single and telling me how to navigate a marriage, goodbye. Protect your energy. Trust yourself 
block out the fucking noise. And I hope I explained enough that this does not just go for goals and aspirations. This also goes for personal matters, really just anything that is close to the heart that makes you feel like you are sharing a piece of yourself when you're sharing this information. You don't need someone else's energy fucking your shit up. And not everybody deserves to know your business. And this is coming from someone who shares their life on the internet. There's a reason you barely ever see my husband on my page. First of all, it's not a fucking couple's account. I've seen time and time again how frustrating it is for couples when they share their personal life on the internet with the entire fucking world like that is wild to me and just being in a relationship for nine years I know that there's so much that goes on between two people behind closed doors that trying to keep up a facade on the internet for would absolutely destroy my mental health there's also a reason you won't hear me talking about my monthly or yearly money goals. I don't even post my vision board anymore. No one needs to know what my goals are for this year, respectfully. Another example, last week I was like a little under the weather because my husband got sick and then I got a little bit sick, but thankfully I was actually sick during Christmas. So I already had a little bit of whatever I got again. So my antibodies were like, they were fucking doing their thing. They were juking shit out. I only got like baby symptoms this last time. But I got sick twice in the past like month and a half. Not once did I go on my stories or go on TikTok and tell everyone, hey, I'm not feeling good. I'm really sick. No, I'm going to tell you after I feel better that I was just sick, but I'm not going to tell you while I am sick. Why? Because I don't need other people's energy and attention on the fact that I am sick. It is quite literally fuel to the fire. And actually, let's talk about that for a second. You alone having certain thoughts affects your reality directly, right? Like we're all clear on that by now. Imagine a bunch of other people around you thinking the same thing. Once again, other people do not control you. But if you're already feeling a certain way and then you tell other people, which is now reinforcing what you're feeling, now they have the same perspective you do, that is going to keep you in a cycle that is very hard to break out of because all these people around you are going to be projecting these insecurities or whatever it is, your sickness, fill in the blank, right back to you. And now you're just projecting it back and forth. It's just making this thing a lot worse. It's adding fuel to the fire. Like I said, it's just adding more energy onto the pile of you feeling like shit. It's not helpful. It's not productive. So the next time you're catching up with the girls and everyone is spilling tea, kiki, ha ha leaking their energy all over the goddamn brunch table and then the mic gets passed to you, remember to protect your shit. I am probably the most boring person to catch up with because when people ask me how my career is going, how my relationship is, do you know what I say in response to that? I say good or I say great or I say amazing with a period, a full sentence, one word. (laughs) Because what are you expecting from me? A play-by-play? There were so many times in my past where I would just babble, 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 go into great detail. And for what? All you need to know is that I'm doing good. And it's not a lie. I am. Trust me, believe that. And if you're really my friend, you will take that as an answer. And I can tell because my friends that are really my friends do take that as an answer. They know I don't go into great detail and they don't really give a fuck because it doesn't fucking matter. They're not there to get tea and information out of me. They genuinely want to know how I'm doing and I'm doing good. Great. And to my sweet baby oversharers, my Leos, Taurus, Virgos, Libras, and the rest of you, let me give you a little nugget of wisdom from a previous oversharer herself. I know it's really easy to start babbling when you get nervous. You wanna fill the silence, but you need to choose another topic. Babble about anything but your personal life, all right? I don't care if you and your wax artists are tight and you like to tell her what's going on. This is not a free therapy session. Talk about the weather like the rest of us and move on. Your personal life is not tea to be spilled. It is sacred information to keep private 
that can be shared to the right people. When you share something you're excited about, something you love, something that really means a lot to you, to the right people, you can tell immediately because not only are they going to pour back into you and excite you and encourage you, but you're going to feel like you can accomplish anything. That is precisely why the only people I will actually tell my information to, I can number on one hand. I would actually only need three fingers. There's shit I don't tell my mom simply because there's some shit I don't want to tell my mom to be completely honest with you. But do you get what I'm saying? I know you mean well. I love my oversharing friends, okay? And like, I hope you know that if you've ever overshared to me, like I am a safe place. I pride myself on being a safe place because I know what it's like to babble to somebody who isn't. But also I keep that same energy with my friends. If I notice, even with my husband, if I notice that he's about to say something and he's like, actually, I don't know if I should talk about that yet. I literally say, then don't. Keep it to yourself and tell me whenever it feels right because you cannot take things back. And I don't wanna be the person that is egging you on to get information out of you because I want to see you win. And if you want to keep something to yourself, I fucking respect that. And if you're afraid of being boring when you're with your girlfriends and they want more tea out of you, be fucking boring. Be fucking boring. Let your successes and your achievements give you an edge. If you don't have anything to show for it, then you shouldn't be talking anyways. That's the fucking tea. Oh my God. And last little nugget before we leave, this is fucking crucial. I put this at the end of the episode for a reason. We, you and I, we got to be careful when we're drinking. It is so much easier to overshare once you've had a couple Tito Cosmopolitans, as I like to enjoy. Maybe a little sangria. Maybe you're a wine girly. Girl, wine? There's something in there. There's something in there that just makes the lips start flapping. I can't tell you how many times I have shared private bits of my life with a total stranger at a bar. And then every now and then I think about those instances and I full body cringe because I know there's somebody out there who knows something they don't need to know. Ugh, I could cringe right now. I know we think all the girls in the bathroom are our best friends. I love the girls in the bathroom, but we can be friends without you knowing the nuances of my career, of my relationship, of my personal life. If we can't bond over anything else, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> get the fuck away from me. I don't want you in my life. A good rule of thumb, if you're not sure if you should share it, just don't. I want to leave you with like the best tip ever, like something that you can actually tangibly practice. Not only will this keep you from leaking your energy, but it also helps you stay in tune with your intuition and strengthen that. So win-win altogether. If I'm in a conversation with someone and I'm about to share something, if I get interrupted mid-sentence or if somebody's phone rings, if for whatever reason I cannot get the words out the first time around because of some outer circumstance, I shut the fuck up. That is the universe giving you one more chance to keep that shit to yourself. I have practiced this for years and I have to tell you, it is foolproof. Every time I have decided to continue talking, when something like that happens, I have regretted it. And that's the thing when it comes to the universe or your guides or God, whatever you believe in, this unseen force that is all knowing, that absolutely loves you and wants to see you win, it will give you a chance to redirect before you make the mistake that you're about to make. If you can pay attention to that and use your intuition, you will save yourself so many headaches, so much energy. And I will say when I first started practicing this, it was very difficult for me to catch the cues. And also not even that, it was more so difficult for me to not want to continue talking because I'm a stubborn person. If I set my mind on something, typically I want to follow through. 
right? But that is something I've had to learn that I don't always know what's best for me when it comes to what I need to share. I think deep down, I know what's best, but there are times maybe there's drinking involved. Maybe I feel safe with this person, da 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 da, whatever. There are times when I'm about to share something and then I get interrupted and then I realize, you know what? I was already on the fence about sharing that and now I'm not going to. And it's never like the person on the other side of the conversation is like, what were you going to say? That never happens. Trust me. If you start talking about something, you get interrupted. Nobody's going to give a fuck if you continue what you were saying or not. Just change the subject. Anyways, that is all I have. Go forth, be hot, slay your goals and shut your fucking mouth. With that being said, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Give me a thumbs up if you're listening on a streaming platform. If you have some time, I would love it so much if you would leave me a five-star review. It helps me exponentially. I absolutely love reading them. They make me so happy. I just have to say like our community, as small as it is right now, I love it. I fucking love you guys. This is exactly why I wanted to make this podcast because I wanted just a place for us spiritual girlies to chat about shit that actually matters. I had such a vision for the type of people I was going to bring in to this community. And when you guys send me DMs, you leave a five-star review. It just goes to show I really am manifesting some of the best people. Like y'all are cool as fuck. I'm so glad there's more of us out there. I cannot wait till this platform is bigger for me and I can do meet and greets and speak on stages and hug you guys. I truly cannot fucking wait. But until then, leave a five-star review. Thank you. Also, don't forget we are now on Instagram, so you can find me at Call Me When You Get Lost Podcast, longest username ever on Instagram. Uh, okay, I gotta go, but I love you guys so, so much. Don't forget to call me when you get lost. We'll chat next, next week, same time, same place. Love ya. Bye.